Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. Today we're Yorba Linda. Yes. One of the greatest P-Y-L-U-S-D. cities. P-Y-L-U-S-D. One of the greatest cities in California because we have a lot of conservative Christians here. I am starting to appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, my friends, uh, make sure and type in the comments uh, where you're watching from and uh, what you think about our devotional today or anything else you want to talk about. Just go ahead and type it in the, in the comments there. We get some really good um, uh, people from YouTube and Twitch on occasion. Yes. That uh, are, are uh, you know, what's interesting about being able to do this is we can reach people that may not ever come, think to go to a devotional. Right. It just it pops Does it up still on the say CBD oil. On it? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. Maybe I should keep it. I was <laughs> been thinking about changing it, but maybe I should continue to fool people uh, into uh, coming into her hear about Jesus. Right. <laughs> hey, tell me about this uh, before we get started. Tell me about this interview you just got done doing. Because well, you, you're I'm, on fire. Well, I'm going to do it in the context of this devotion. Are you because, really? Yeah, because so much of what he said are things that we touched on. So. Right. It's uh, Sons of Liberty, Tim Brown, and it's sonsoflibertyradio.com. A great website. Go to the website just to check it out. Um, it's got some cool stuff in there. Yeah, and our interview is going to be on tomorrow morning. It'll play all day, and then it'll be archived. Yeah, that's great. I love that website. Uh, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Yeah. All right, we're reading from uh, Smith Wigglesworth Devotional, and uh, the title for today, for February 9th is Just Believe. The reference is Mark 9.23. Uh, you better be ready for this one's going to smack you in the face or send you to hell. One of the two. <laughs> um, Mark uh, 9.23 says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. I should have had held that comma a little bit longer. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Amen. Scripture reading is Mark 9.17-29. through Smith says, nothing has hurt me so much as seeing so-called believers have so much unbelief in them. Suppose that all the people in the world did not believe. That would make no difference to God's word. It would be the same. You cannot alter God's word. It is from everlasting to everlasting. Amen. I was preaching on faith one, one time, and a man in the audience said three times, I won't believe. I kept right on preaching because that made no difference to me. Amen. I am prepared for a fight any day, the fight of faith. We must keep the faith that has been committed to us. I went on preaching and the man shouted out, I won't believe. As he left, he cried out again, I won't believe. Later, a message came saying that as soon as he got outside, the spirit said to him, you will be mute because you did not believe. It was the same spirit that came to Zacharias and said, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words. I believe in a hell. Who is in hell? Unbelievers. <laughs> Thank God they are there. What? Oh, Thank wow. God they are there, for they are no good for any society. I said to the leader of the meeting, you go and see this man and find out if these things are so. He went to the house, and the first to greet him was the man's wife. He said, is it true your husband declared three times in the meeting that he would not believe and now he cannot speak? She burst into tears and said, go and see. He went into the room and saw the man's mouth in a terrible state. I wonder what kind of state this mouth was in. I, I don't was know. I, yeah, I suspect it was just like. <laughs> uh, the man got a piece of paper and wrote, I had an opportunity to believe. I refuse to believe. And now I cannot believe and cannot speak. Wow. The greatest sin in the world is to disbelieve God's word. 
We are not of those who draw back, but we are of those who believe. For God's word is a living word, and it always acts. Your thought for today in this very fun devotional, <laughs> if you want to go to hell, all you need to do is disbelieve the word of God. Very simple. Thanks. Oh, so how interesting. Yes. So how does this uh, hit you? So here's the thing. Yes. The interview was under the context of my article on religious freedom, mm -hmm. but we didn't talk about that at all. <laughs> we basically, so as he's a conservative Christian, believes in Judeo-Christian values as the founding principles of this country. And his intro is all about, he will not shy away from that. He will not um, discount that, that that's what his show is all about. And that's what he's going to preach. And he, so he, he knows a lot about Islam mm -hmm. and he wanted to hear about my conversion. He wants, he wanted to hear the difference. He wanted to hear the, the road I took, how it's different now, what I think of interfaith activities. And it was, so I'm, I'm going to work my way backwards because the last thing he said is, what do you want to tell our audience? And I said, I want to ask your audience to please witness to people preach the gospel. It doesn't matter whether the person on the other end is, re is receptive or what you believe to be receptive, share the word. Let God decide if that person's going to be receptive or not, because you never know what seed you're going to plant later on that somebody else is going to water and that Christ will ultimately save that person. It's, it's ultimately up to, up to Christ. And throughout our discussion, and of course he liked that, but mm -hmm. throughout our discussion, we were talking also about interfaith activities and his reading, he thinks one of the, he intimated, he wasn't very explicit about it, but he said it, that one of the reasons we're in the state that we're in in America is that we allowed um, other religions to flourish. So just like in the time of the Old Testament wow. prophet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just like the Old Testament prophets that allowed worship of false gods, mm. that's what led the Israelites wow. astray. Okay. So I was a little speechless because I was like, <laughs> I totally understood what he said is mm -hmm. that the setting up of like Balaam where uh, Elijah had to go and, and, and kill all these false prophets that Yes, there's a spirit, there's a demonic spirit that opens up by allowing the worship of false gods and especially demonic cults and all these other things. But I also hearken back in my mind, we didn't get in too much of a discussion about it, of what Secretary Pompeo said and then what the Bible says. So Secretary Pompeo's point was always that we are Christians and we want good things for people and we uphold the Constitution. And so First Amendment of the Constitution says we Congress should make no law respecting the establishment of religion, meaning one and what they were trying to avoid was one sect over another. They didn't want the Catholic Church or the or the Church of England ruling over America, mm -hmm. uh, but also shall not prohibit the free exercise thereof. So as a constitutional republic, what does it mean that we will not prohibit the free exercise of? And I think if you would ask somebody like Secretary Pompeo, is they would say, you allow them to worship freely because Christians want good things for people. Ultimately, we want everyone to be saved. But God has said repeatedly, it is an election. It is preordained who's going to accept and who's not going to accept. And those that he foreknew, he preordained and we preordained, he justified and he glorified. 
So it's not something we force ever as mm-hmm. a Christian. And we know in our back of our minds, as Smith says, hell's filled with people who don't believe. It has to be a conscious choice. So mm-hmm. there's a delicate balance between allowing the free exercise of religion as a free nation, but also holding on to the principles that we allow your free exercise, but we are a Christian nation. You know, so yeah. it is, uh, it's a very, it is a very interesting perspective to say that, but I just think that the balance is as we have done in the past is, and I've always, and will continue to do is allow the free exercise of religion, but when you get into interfaith activities, he says, what do you think about this? All trying to say it's the God of Abraham. And I was like, it's not the same God. And I say, you're doing nobody. You're not doing any Muslims any favors and, re- and bringing them towards salvation by saying it's the same God. If it's the same God, why convert? Why yeah. accept Jesus Christ if it's the same God? Right. So I absolutely agree with him that interfaith activities, trying to find common ground is, is not what we're taught to do as Bible believing Christians, we are taught to spread the gospel. If they don't want to accept it, that's up to you, Mm. but we're not going to alter the Bible and we're not going to alter that salvation comes only through Christ through which every knee will bow and every tongue shall confess in order uh, to, to find common ground. Mm. We don't need common ground. We have the truth. This is a Christian nation. You're free to do what you want but we're not going to alter our principles for your free exercise. And I think that that's perfectly um, compatible. At least in the United States, can the common ground be that we love this country and want to make it safe and elect smart people that know what they're doing? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And I think that we could agree that we have shared principles, family values and, and other things that we could find common ground, but our common ground is not the same God. Gave me a lot to think about. Right. No, it gave me a lot to think about. Don't take much to dumbfound me, but I'm dumbfounded. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, um, uh, comment, would you? Uh, just let us know that you're watching, number one, and what your thoughts are on this whole thing. But um, wow, now I'm. Well, and I and I and I see his point that right? allowing the because I'm telling the lean his, you know, the, yeah. I mean, the proliferation, <laughs> the, the, as you could imagine, massive, as you could imagine, the massive proliferation of non Christian institutions of worship brings a demonic spirit. I mean, there's nothing yeah. you could, there's nothing, there's no way you could slice that. We have to believe the Lord is more powerful. But at the end of the day, that, and, and I mean, if you ask the, if you ask scholars who study Islam and the jihadi doctrine, they believe civilizational jihad, basically the slow takeover of society and culture through Islam is the way they convert nations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. If, if we don't hold fast, if we don't act as the pillar by which people um, gravitate to, then we risk, we risk losing. <laughs> we risk losing the country, the values that we cherish. Wow, that's so much deeper than what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. It's so awesome. I mean, it's it's a, it's a much more complex um, thought, you know, in this whole in this whole discussion. Yes, of, and I of, and, of faith, right? And, and I believing. 
And I told the story of Dr. Land, who told mm -hmm. me, you know, 30 years ago that there's only one God, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. And <laughs> and it stuck with me. Yeah. I, I could literally recite it verbatim, yeah. you know. And so he was able to continue what he does. He's now the, the CEO of the Christian mm -hmm. Post. And without ever compromising that belief. That doesn't make it harder for him to live in the world. It just makes it harder for other people to get him to compromise. Hmm. And I don't see that as a bad thing. No, the thing that I love that you said is uh, you use the term um, harken back. I've never <laughs> known anybody, not even my grandmother. Harken back. <laughs> oh, oh, so awesome. It's like, uh, harken back, Ooh. I don't even know how to spell Harkin. H-A-R-K-I-N. <laughs> Ian. Ian. I'll see. I blew it. Uh, Danielle says. Sounds like a very deep and interesting conversation. <laughs> oh, my God, Danielle, it was. Yes. This dude is awesome. He and one wife has 10 children. <laughs> and he's not Catholic. A beautiful family. And it's going to broadcast live tomorrow. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. The interview. Oh, live. The interview will be live. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it'll be archived on their on their website, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. Awesome. That's awesome. So all I have to say is that I, my my belief, you know, it's so interesting. That so much of this, see, it's more interesting. Going to be more interesting to me because um, it is my belief has obviously gotten stronger, right? We've gone through my story hundreds of times. Um, but what comes with a deeper belief in a, in a stronger faith is that I see God working way more often oh, yeah. than, than before where I, I was looking, but I wasn't looking with faithful eyes, right? With God's glasses. Oh, I just made that up. Oh, that's so <laughs> God's glasses. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And the Holy Spirit just gave that to me um, because I see it everywhere. I see God's presence everywhere. I see his work awesome. everywhere. Um, last night, the school board meeting, um, some uh, one of the ladies, the older woman that we, you met, she comes up to me and she goes, who are those two gentlemen that are sitting? I've never seen them before. Are they, are they, they look like feds, you know, I think in her eyes. Like, oh, really? Who like, who are they? Are they like, uh, were they men in black? <laughs> no, but they were, you know, dressed well. And, uh, and when I looked, and I don't know why I didn't see him before, I go, one guy looks looks um, familiar, but he's but this guy is a younger version of the person I think he is. Huh. That was my that was my thought. I don't know if he just cleaned up or what, because when I went over there, I go, oh, it is you. Oh, really? <laughs> it was uh, was, was it a cop? It was no, it was Buddy from church. You met him the other day uh, when oh, we were at church. Sure, sure, sure. Buddy, uh, he was sitting there, and I and I go, like, what are you doing there here? I Which I'm glad that he was, but then he had a, another friend of his. Was it um, from your show that he? I, I, I really don't know because he brought up my show. Yeah. He brought up something that we talked about, which I can talk about too. But he goes, I'm here. He goes, he goes, I've stayed silent too long. I need to speak about what's awesome. going on in our community. And I was like wondering, I go, I hope he's um, doing the right thing. Right. And he got up there and talked about how we need to stop teaching kids that they hate each other. Uh, and in regard to CRT. And he brought in God and you guys, you guys need to repent. I mean, it was, it was a really good talk I and it was it. awesome. Um, Do we tell your story of how they told you to come and escort those people? Cause I love that part of the story too. You can. Well, I, I, so if you watch this broadcast, it's on Andy's Facebook page of, the, of, and if you go to the public comment section, which is about 30 minutes into the broadcast, 
I can imagine that the people standing there that did not agree with our perspective were slightly intimidated, that there is um, a strength, a sort of assertiveness that our side of the aisle has that is quite intimidating to, uh, that I can see could be quite intimidating to other people. So Andy tells me two of the guys there, uh, were they men? Mm -hmm. Uh, were afraid to walk to their car after because thought well, that men and a woman, a man and a woman, man and a woman, that some of the other people that were in attendance would follow them to their car and harass them. They thought. They thought. Yep. So one of the other participants who was on the other side of the aisle, yeah, uh, came up to Andy and said, "Listen, can you uh, make sure that they're going to be okay? I know we don't agree, but I trust you that you're going to do the right thing. I trust you." Mm -hmm. And to me, that is. That is such a wonderful statement because I presume as a Christian, she's saying that, that even though we, and that's the essence of what it means to be a Christian, right? Is they know where you stand. They know what you believe, but at the end of the day, they believe you're a good person too, mm. that you're going to do the right thing, that you're not going to unabashedly harm someone or, you know what I mean? Or allow violence to be committed um, unjustly. And that is so important to not lose sight of in our very contentious country right now is how do we convey our point and our passion and our sincerity in defense of our children without seeming violent or unhinged? Wow. You brought tears to my eyes for some reason. I don't know why oh. that did. Um, but it was very, and she knew my name. She goes, Andy, can I talk to you? And yeah. And she was that's beautiful i love that um yeah and the, you know the people had like green hair and you know it was you know it was one of those things where I, I go no i mean we're, nobody's violent here but i know i know what you're saying that we can seem to be it's that that toxic masculinity that sometimes people talk <laughs> the <about>. alpha male <laughs> um and there was an argument earlier that was during the meeting oh. uh, in the back in that area and so it i mean i guess it sounded bad but uh, knowing these people that I do, but thank you for bringing that up. And that, that is another um, sign of God. Absolutely. Another. And then they, uh, you don't have the scary eyes, yeah. you know, <laughs> people are like, Whoa. Not. Um, and then there was a prayer circle that uh, a woman, she was very emotional. She goes, we need to pray for our kids. We need to Aww. pray for the city, the, the city council, the uh, school boards and the district superintendents. We need to pray for them. Amen. That they, that they will finally do the right thing. We've been here enough that, that something we haven't done yet is prayed together nice. as a group. And the circle just kept growing and growing and oh. growing. Like people saw it and, and, and came up. I was blown away at the number. Did, did they be, do popcorn prayer? Did people? No, they did. Did one prayer and then she was like, she was really good and really emotional. And so she was having trouble getting some of the words out. And then another woman took over oh. and uh, did a, they both did a great job. But it was awesome to see that, that movement. Um, the next thing, uh, another sign, I mean, these things are just rapid fire in my life now. And I, and I talk to you sometimes about it, that I see it. Well, I don't know why I'm getting so emotional, but uh, <laughs> it, that, um, um, shoot. Okay, I'll just go to something else. You're not why? Gonna, why did you get you started it you're not the, gonna jinx us don't tell a good, great no, uh, we're gonna avoid telling our great family stories so that the devil doesn't hear us because <laughs> we're we had a cool family story too but we're not gonna go into details because we don't want to give no. ammunition to the enemy no but uh, you, um zara my 
stepdaughter told me that she loved me today. Oh, and I thought that, that's that a was, big deal, folks. Yes. She's not, she's not good at that. <laughs> if you do, Zara. <laughs> um, but um, it was so, and it was so sweet and, and nice and not like rushed, like really, you know, like my kids, my kids go, <laughs> I go, what? And then, <laughs> no, I had no idea what you just said. Oh. And then they go, I love you too. Um, but it was not, it was, I just, because when I drop them off, I say, I love you guys. Uh, every time I drop them off. And today she said, I love you too. And um, Danielle understands. Oh, uh, it was so funny. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Um, but it was, um, it was awesome. Um, and devil, stay out of it. You're, you're an idiot. You have no power. Here. Yeah, you have no power. Um, but yeah, it was, and so, and so that's how I looked at this uh, in, in questioning. And I, and I, I called it, do you believe? Because um, I think I asked my, I asked myself that question when I was looking at what the, what the topic was. Can you get on this devotional and say that you believe? And yes. Unequivocally. Unequivocally. I see it every day. I obviously, because it's just something that just my life is. And that's just such a gift. That is really a gift from the Lord to just be like, here, I'm going to sprinkle these little instances to you to sustain you when times are rough. Mm -hmm. Because it's really those instances that you look back on uh, that tell you, okay, I know I'm on the right track. We're slightly derailed right now. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the enemy's attacking us, but we know we're on the right track. Yep, and absolutely. they're truly such a gift from God to have those moments. It just like, you know, there's so many things. But there was a, another gentleman, a, a parent, a, a father. He came to me and said, hey, I've been watching your devotional. And he goes, I, it's so funny because I do one too. And he goes, let's, uh, let's get together. And uh, I'll interview on my show. I, I can't remember the title, but um, it, it's something like lunch with Jesus or something like that. So I'm um, looking Fun. forward to uh, going a little bit deeper with that guy. And then again, I told you this has happened a couple times now. And last night, I think it happened three times. People came up to me and said, I'm here because you told me to be here. Oh, I was watching you on, so on, good. on social media. And uh, so because you told me to be here, I'm here. And I go, oh my gosh, that is so awesome. Thank I you. I love it. Somebody brought me mail. Because here's some mail that's came came to your other house, and, uh, and what, go, uh, your the new house owners were there too. <laughs> no, it's somebody that knows the, the the people that bought my house. Oh, and they said she said something. I'm going to the school board meeting because this guy named Andy Falco came on and said that we need to be there. And she goes, "This, this house is it used to be his." And she goes, "Hey, can you give him this mail when you see him?" And she handed oh him the mail, God. and then she gave it saw me and handed me mail. That is so cute. God is amazing, and and the whole story behind them buying the house is God. Yes, uh, we can just go. I could go and go on and on and on. These are all amazing things, and and you'll have it too. Um, if you don't believe, it's time for you to believe because you will see God work. In or your, otherwise, in you're your, going to hell. In your, yeah, you're going to hell. And but on the other hand, if you do believe, you'll see God working in a lot of different ways. It's um, it's remarkable. Um, well, I just stole that from Jack Gibbs. He always says remarkable. Yes. It's remarkable. All right. All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to claim it as my own. Uh, Mark 9, 17 through 29. And again, I'm just going to encourage you guys, so whether you're watching live or you're watching um, uh, the, replay. the replay, write in the comment. Talk about uh, yourself. Talk about anything that has to do with the devotional. It doesn't matter. Anything uh, is fair game. Just uh, comment and let us know that you're around. Uh, Mark 9, 17 through 29. And this is a uh, part of scripture that we've heard from the various gospels that uh, Smith has been calling our attention to uh, in a number of devotionals, but this is the version from Mark that we haven't heard yet. 
Then one of the crowd answered and said, teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit, a mute spirit. And wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered him and said, oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed in him and he fell on the ground and wallowed, forming it, foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father cried out and said with tears, oh Lord, I believe help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly and came out of him. And he became as one as dead. So that many said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up and he arose. And when he came into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. So the disciples, they needed to do more praying and fasting because their disbelief yes. kept them from, from doing what Jesus did. Right. Awesome. And keeps us from doing it. Look at, see how much I know? See that? I thought of that all by myself. I know you did. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> Psalm 92. Uh, 90 verse two, before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are Our God. God. Mm. Amen. Amen. Luke one twenty. But behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until these things take place because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. This is about Zacharias when he was, when the angel Gabriel came and told him, he would bear a child with Elizabeth. They were both advanced in age. They were going to give birth to John the Baptist. And Zacharias just kept saying, me, her, we're barren. What are you talking about? We're old. How could we? And Gabriel's like, okay, here you see me in my angelic majesty and you still don't believe me. I'm making you move. <laughs> and I love it that Smith uses that as an example to this man because he's like, you know, Gabriel's going to make you move. I have nothing. I don't have to worry about it. And I love that's the spirit in which I tell people to share the gospel is it doesn't matter whether they listen to you or not. And that's what Smith is saying. I don't care whether they believe me or not. I don't care. This guy gets up and screams and, you know, runs around with his hands and his hair on fire. I'm going to continue to preach the truth because that's one, not only what I'm commanded to do, but somebody somewhere may hear it and believe. This causes me to hearken back. Oh, to, <laughs> to when you spoke in front of all the Muslims at uh, the Muslim Center. That's another Islamic thing. Center, sorry. That's another thing Tim asks me about is that, have you had a chance to witness? And I said, I did at my dad's 600 uh, people. funeral. And I said, and I do it every day online. I said, I know my old community is watching the videos. Mm -hmm. I know because I hear it second and third hand. Mm -hmm. I know other people are touched by it. I may not see them face to face, but I know they're touched by it. And I believe that eventually, um, God willing, some of them will come back to me and ask me more questions. And he's like, I love your optimism. He's like, I don't understand why Christians are not more optimistic. And I don't either, quite frankly, because 
it is, uh, it, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. We have to constantly confront the little parts in our lives of unbelief. That if we really believe Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, and we really believe this is a gift that nobody earns or deserves, then how do you not want to share it? So you can believe in God, but have unbelief in the, in the fact that you can um, save somebody. Well, I, ultimately, we don't save anybody, but that your Not words yet. will lead to their salvation from Christ. Much better said. Yeah. But there's little pockets of unbelief with our children. You know, it, we, we see them running a certain course and say, oh, this is never going to change. No, you believe in God's promises. It will change. Mm. Every area of your life, you have to have belief. I saw that too. Right? <laughs> Amen. I witnessed to that too. Amen. Wow. So much good stuff. Hebrews 10.39. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. That's what we believe. And so that's what we preach. That's awesome. And that's why we don't believe in preaching of an interfaith God that is the same God, because that doesn't help anybody have their soul saved. It does nothing. Actually, it's misleading. Hmm. Wow. Hey, is mute and moot? They're not the same word, right? Is moot spelled M-O-O-T? Moot, as in the point is no longer relevant, is right. moot. Mute is cannot speak. Right. Same uh, underlying concept, but yeah. different words. Because <laughs> I always hear that you hear it in legal terms, right? Yes. This, point's uh, moot. this point is moot. And just when you said moot, then you being an attorney yes. made me think. And I, that's why I, I yeah. do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I go, I wonder if you're supposed to, I mean, if we, it, you know, my, it, these weird things pop into my mind like squirrel, squirrel all the time. The whole time since you did that, I've been, it's on my head like, wait a minute. Is, I don't know if I've ever spelled moot. Is moot? <laughs> but it's got to be mute because it ends in an E. Yeah. So you have to, you have to say you because of the E. Yes. Oh my gosh, these things! Conjunction, I mean, I'm learning so much. Your <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock, man. <laughs> You're people up there thinking, how is it possible that that guy was a cop for 21 years and is an expert uh, in, in testimony? I don't know either. It just happens. That's how I know God exists. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he good? And how did he? She marry him? I don't know either. God exists. <laughs> oh, I love you. I love you. Um. um Anything else on this devotional? Wow, it's only, only been 31 minutes. Seems like we've been on for an hour. I don't know why. Right. Um, I did have something else, but I can't remember what it was. But um, anything else that, that comes to you in this? No, I think it's pretty black and white. Anything um, else in your, anything else that, the? Uh, well, I don't know the guy's Tim. name. Uh, uh, Tim. Tim, uh, who interviewed you today, that had something that is, it is just as awesome as what he said about that we should not allow any other religion on the planet. <laughs> Well, I think it was the establishment clause he was working on. Like, he's like, yes, we should allow the free exercise of, but we shouldn't be treating them equal. And it's wow. literally, it started this chain reaction in my head saying, well, to a certain extent, that could be done by saying you can freely exercise, but do we give you the same tax exempt status? Do you have the same nonprofit status? <laughs> you still get an exemption from right. taxes, even though it's not a church. Like, there's so many ways in which we could limit that. But it's just not 
who we are as a nation. Well, <laughs> and will the test of time ultimately prove that to have been a poor choice? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I got to watch the show now, just for that. I mean, uh, for you, of course. But, of course. But, yeah, that always goes without saying. But uh, I, I want to see what I want to see this guy. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a powerhouse. He really is. He's awesome. All right. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I can't remember the thing. There was something that my, the mute and moot thing kind of just <laughs> took, took it all away from me. Your hair looks amazing now that I, oh. I keep looking at it. Why? Thank you. Yes. Added a little more Papa Red in there. Yeah, oh, there's another uh, way I know that God exists. Uh. Because you are so not, uh, you know, not your friend who does your hair. Uh-huh. Well, she did your hair, but she's become kind of a friend. Yes. And you didn't strangle her. No. For messing up your hair. Even though she probably thought I was going to. Because <laughs> my daughter said, aren't you afraid of my mom? My daughter said to her, aren't you afraid of my mom? And she's like, no. Why would I be afraid of your mom? My mom's like, and Zara's like, well, she could be pretty rough. You know? And I was like... I was like, why did she say that to you? We probably didn't mention it, but you went to the hairdresser, your normal one, and she wanted to do something with your hair. And you said, no, because it'll, you'll ruin it. I, I repeatedly told her yeah. no. And, and she, she did just anyway. Kept, she just kept insisting and did the damage that I told her she was going to do. <laughs> and, <laughs> so, and I'm telling you, she's feeling pretty crappy today. I oh. know because she's like, she told me no. And yeah. I just kept insisting, no, this is going to be different this time. Oh my gosh. I kind of wish I would have been there. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you got to be that person for people. She's young and I have to, and I actually think I'm going to have a mature conversation with her and be like, listen, when you have a woman at my age of the kind of background that, you know, I have, when I tell you, Hey, I don't think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. She trusts it. Even though you think you're the professional, you're the expert, I have yeah. wisdom, I have wisdom, <laughs> wisdom of 50 years of doing this, you know, and just you just remember that because you're going to be in this career 30, 40 years and you're going to get people in your chair that are like, I really don't want to do that. Don't don't make them do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it most inevitably is not going to come out. I can't imagine if this good. happened to your mom. Oh, <laughs> mom doesn't have the Holy Spirit. You know, Holy Spirit, tell me, daughter, this is a teaching moment. Be gracious. <laughs> oh, my God. I've seen your mom at work in restaurants. <laughs> she, when she doesn't want to sit somewhere, she ain't sitting there. And, yeah. 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 Oh well, and gosh. it's nice because um, I went and had a meeting with my daughter's therapist, and uh, we were just talking about family and mm-hmm. how Zara feels about things. And they, she asked her how she feels about me, and she's like, me and my mom have gotten a lot closer. She's calmed down a lot. My mom's not so angry. <laughs> she said you calmed down a lot. Yes. Because <laughs> I was difficult. I was like oh. a slave driver, you know? That's yeah. the way I was raised. And I was raising her the same way, you know? And uh, she's just, she appreciates the uh, the serenity. And she says, she said repeatedly, and I just love to see her so happy. Mm. I'm so happy now. Nice. Did I fit into that conversation? That's now? what she, she attributes to oh. you. She can deal with your alpha maleness because you make me so happy. Oh, good. <laughs> My alpha maleness. <laughs> she, this guy who just started it. sobbing because she said that I love At you. least she didn't say toxic masculinity. <laughs> right. She just said alpha male. <laughs> well, it's like two times. I mean, uh, uh, yesterday when the, uh, there was a, a young black woman um, who, um, you know, has different thoughts on, of course, CRT and that kind of stuff. Um, 
And so, I mean, it's important not to me who, who she is and that, you know, what race she is, but it's important to understand the dynamics. Right. Uh, me being a, a police officer, she knows. Um, and um, her thoughts. A Mexican yeah. redneck. And I'm a Mexican redneck <laughs> Christian, <laughs> you know, wears the shirt that says freedom on it. Freedom! And she, came, she goes, Andy, can I talk to you? Like, just. I love uh, that. And felt so comfortable doing that. Well, so. That's my husband. That's the, that's my alpha male, you know? And that, I mean, that not that what Pastor Jack talks about? That's what Mark talks about. Men who could lead in Christ. Mm. What does it mean to lead in Christ? It means you control your temper, you have forbearance and self-control, but you have strength and courage. How do you have strength and courage and forbearance and self-control? You know, and that's what the Lord always told me too, because I was a very aggressive female. I was in a male-dominated field. And I and when the Lord said I was going back as a general in the army of Christ, I was like, what? He's like, you don't understand. This is going to be completely different. You are a soldier of Christ now. The requirements of that military services who way different than anything you've ever known and that's that's what it's about is strength courage resilience bravery valor kindness forbearance self-control compassion most of all love wow that sounds like it's from the bible (laughs) (laughs) happens to be young man alpha maleness yes yes uh oof the talking point this is daniel speaking yes. oof the talking points of social media yes absolutely wow yeah and this social media stuff is um causing quite the problem in our lives uh, i mean is in the world as a whole but jesus is greater yeah are we powerful. seeing it are we seeing it in absolutely. our house absolutely oh my gosh my, uh, kelly my son and, and zara getting out and walking together and she goes, hurry up. I'm waiting for you. I mean, all these, all these things. <laughs> and, and Kelly goes, all right, I'm coming. And, and he walks over. And just, and just seeing them, um, you know, bonding. Yeah. And he goes and scares her in her room. I love that. Right? And he did it repeatedly, you know, just to scare her, treating her like a sister. Yes. Um, it's just all good and stuff. Sorry, we are talking a lot about our family. But it's the greatness of God that we have to share. This is what we know. And this is what we, we have to share. So hopefully it's. It's it's and trust hitting, me hitting why, if you've gotten the idea of what kind of man Andy is and how he's raised his children and the difference in the world that Zara and I come from, you would see why this is so miraculous for yeah. us yeah. to witness. I smacked Ray again yesterday. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I forgot why, but I had a snapper too. Oh she had no. a little bit of an attitude. And um, she hugged me and kissed me this morning and said, I love you too. So, so there. Oh, wow. But sometimes you got to knock the sense in them. Oh, no. <laughs> no, folks, we do the not. The problem in this world is not culture. enough children have been spanked. That is, the, that is the problem in our world. Daniel, how do you feel about that? And anybody else that's watching? <laughs> <laughs> not a big advocate of the spanking, folks. <laughs> I used to get the belt. So a little bit of a back end is, is nothing. It's just a little, little. Hey, knock that off. Oh, she cussed. Oh. I mean, she didn't cuss in a, like, she didn't say the F word, um, but she cussed in, 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 in doing something. Spare the, the rod. rod. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. Oh, whatever. I thought, I, I thought differently of Danielle. <laughs> I wouldn't have asked if she would have said that. But I knew she was going to say that. Oh, well, it worked. She, she caught herself, too. 
she goes, she goes, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. And again, it wasn't, it was like uh, crap, I think. She got smacked for crap? Yes. You can't be talking crap. It was, it was, it was towards me and I can't, it was, it was. It oh, was, yeah, like you're talking it was, it, crap. It was disrespectful. Oh. It was more the disrespect than the word. But yeah, I would probably smack her for saying crap too. <laughs> Spare the rod, I know, whatever. Um, don't call CPS. Yeah, see, right? Uh, yeah, it is CPS. CPS. I almost thought I had it backwards. Um, shoulder all right <laughs> i'm dumbfounded we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna get it i hearken back <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> all right my friends we're getting into the nonsense area hey we got to tell you about this uh wonderful thing that happened to us we've we've, we've been what is it again <laughs> <laughs> one of the top five recommended podcasts of 2022 edify check it out this podcast is part of the edify podcast network Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. Such a great job on announcing that ad. We may, I may have to have you do that. You may keep me around. I have to give you, I have to give you more responsibilities. <laughs> no wonder you have your own show. <laughs> All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. Have a fantastic day. Look for God today. Look put for a, God put today. Put on your God glasses. Yes. Oh Ask gosh. for your divine appointments and see what God will do. Use that way more often. God glasses. Don't use so God glasses. That's, that's like, uh, I actually have very cool pictures that my producers for... Meeting Jesus in LA made of Jesus with sunglasses on. Oh. They're really cool pictures. Nice. Yeah, they're my uh, they're my proper my um, uh, trademark pictures. So when we have to use one and say, put on your God glasses. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> We're silly folks. All right, that's it. Gotta go. Bye. Bye. God bless. <laughs>